and this is Applying God's Word, a Bible teaching podcast to encourage you as you walk with the Lord. This is episode 28, titled, The Holy Spirit Part 2, His Distinction and Regenerating Work. We have seen from last time that the Holy Spirit is a person and a divine person. And now another question arises. Is he a person separate and distinct from the Father and from the Son? Plus, how does he regenerate us and renew us? One who carefully studies the New Testament statements will first discover that the Holy Spirit indeed is distinct from the Father and the Son. We read in Luke 3, verse 21 and 22. When all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as he was praying, heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. Here, the clearest possible distinction is drawn between Jesus Christ, who was on earth, and the Father, who spoke to him from heaven, as one person speaks to another person, and the Holy Spirit, who descended in bodily form as a dove from the Father and rested upon the Son as a person separate and distinct from himself. We see a clear distinction drawn between the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit in Matthew 28, verse 19, where we read, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The distinction of the Holy Spirit from the Father and the Son comes out again with exceeding clearness in John chapter 14, verse 16. Here we read, And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. Here we see the one person, the Son, praying to another person, the Father, and the Father to whom he prays, giving another person, another comforter, in answer to the prayer of the second person, the Son. If words mean anything, and certainly in the Bible they mean what they say, there can be no mistaking it. The Father, and the Son, and the Spirit are three distinct and separate persons that make up the Trinity, our triune God. To sum it all up, again and again, the Bible draws the clearest possible distinction between the three persons, the Holy Spirit, the Father, and the Son. They are three separate personalities, having mutual relations to one another, acting upon one another, speaking of or to one another, applying the pronouns of the second and third persons to one another. Okay, now regarding regeneration. The Apostle Paul in Titus 3 verse 5 writes, He saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. In these words, we are taught that the Holy Spirit renews us, or makes us new, 
and that through this renewing of the Holy Spirit, we are saved. Jesus taught the same in John 3, verses 3 to 5. Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. How can someone be born when they are old, Nicodemus asked. Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and of spirit. So what is regeneration? Regeneration is the impartation of life, spiritual life, to those who are dead, spiritually dead through their trespasses and sins, as we are told in Ephesians 2, verse 1. It is the Holy Spirit who imparts this life. It is true that the written word is the instrument which the Holy Spirit uses in regeneration. We read in 1 Peter 1, verse 23, For you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God. We read in James 1, verse 18, He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. These passages make it plain that the word is the instrument used in regeneration, but it is only as the Holy Spirit uses the instrument that the new birth results. John 6, verse 63. The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the Spirit and life. To put the matter of regeneration in another way, regeneration is the impartation of a new nature, God's own nature, to the one who was born again. 2 Peter 1, verse 4. Every human being is born into this world with a perverted nature. His whole intellectual, effectual, and volitional nature is perverted by original sin. No matter how excellent our human ancestry, we came into this world with a mind that is blind to the truth of God. We're taught in 1 Corinthians 2, verse 14, that the person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. With affections that are alienated from God, loving the things we ought to hate and hating the things we ought to love. Galatians 5, verses 19, 20, and 21. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. 
A will that is corrupt by inherent sin is set upon pleasing itself rather than pleasing God. Romans 8 verse 7. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. In the new birth, a new intellectual, affectional, and volitional nature is imparted to us. We receive a mind in line with that which God has for us. 1 Corinthians 2, 12-14 What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given to us. This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolish and cannot understand them because they are discerned only by the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Galatians 5, verses 22 to 23. This is a will that is in harmony with the will of God, that delights to do the things that please him. It is the Holy Spirit who creates in us this new nature, or imparts this new nature to us. No amount of preaching, no matter how orthodox it may be, no amount of mere study of the word will regenerate unless the Holy Spirit works. It is he and he alone who makes a man a new creature. The new birth is compared in the Bible to growth from a seed. The human heart is the soil. The word of God is the seed. It is my sincere hope and prayer that your hearts are fertile ground for the seed that is the word of God.